0: You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed.
1: What's next for the president? This morning I tested positive for COVID. Dr. Jill is saying today.
2: I talked to him just a few minutes ago. And
1: is the staffer who took this video at risk?
3: And where and when did he contract
4: COVID-19?
1: Was it the Middle East? And who else might be at risk? Then, Ivana Trump funeral secrets.
4: Straight from a family insider. They
2: buried her in this beautiful, beautiful area.
1: And the Vanity Fair covered. Did they really erase the Hillary Clinton headline? And train on fire. Passengers leaping out windows. And off a bridge. Plus, the House of Horrors kids.
5: Disturbing new allegations of abuse against a foster family who took them in. How could this happen? Then... They fired
1: me. Fired after revealing her big salary raise on social media.
2: My employer found my TikToks.
1: Wait till you hear what happened next. And mother-daughter look-alikes <laughs> she's 65 her daughter is 28 what's her secret to looking so young
2: honestly it's about your attitude
1: now inside edition with deborah norville
6: Hello and thanks for joining us. I'm Mary Calvin. And today for Deborah, it appears the highly transmissible Omicron subvariant variant BA5 has reached the president. News spread fast around the world today that President Biden tested positive for COVID. He is quadruple vaxxed and says he's doing great. Sharing this photo and video from inside the White House. Amber Cogliano has the latest. It's finally happened.
4: President Joe Biden has tested positive for COVID-19.
6: The news broke this morning. The
3: president is experiencing mild symptoms so far, an occasional dry cough, runny nose, and mild fatigue. As of now, he has no fever. At age 79, there is extra concern for America's oldest president in
6: history. The point of a vaccine is to keep you out of the hospital and out of the morgue. Right. And that is indeed what vaccines have done for president biden first lady jill
3: biden tested negative today she spoke to reporters in detroit where she was visiting a
2: school i talked to him just a few minutes ago he's doing fine he's feeling good Uh, i tested negative this morning i am going to keep my
3: schedule biden himself tweeted folks i'm doing great thanks for your concern Keeping busy. Later, he posted this video from the Truman Balcony.
4: Hey, folks, guess you heard. This morning, I tested positive for COVID, but I've been double vaccinated, double boosted. Symptoms are mild, and uh, and I really appreciate your inquiries and your concerns. But I'm doing well. I'm getting a lot of work done. Going to continue to get it done, and uh, and in the meantime, thanks for your concern, and keep the faith.
3: Biden is self-isolating in the White House residence. Dr. Jill will steer clear, planning to spend the weekend at their home in Delaware. Vice President Kamala Harris reacted to the news.
2: This morning, he and I spoke by phone.
3: He is in good spirits. He is feeling well. He is doing well. The president was given a rapid antigen test today as part of the normal testing protocol at the White House. When it came back positive, he told his doctor he had a runny nose. A more sensitive PCR test confirmed he had COVID. Treatment started almost immediately. He is taking the antiviral drug Paxlovid, which has been effective at keeping serious symptoms of COVID at bay.
7: The president will continue to be monitored as he is, um, but the Paxlovid is working really well at preventing serious illness, and that's why he was offered it, and that's why the president took it.
3: Biden's COVID is expected to be far less serious than President Trump's run-in with the virus in 2020 that almost led to him being placed on a ventilator.
7: Because the president is fully vaccinated, double boosted, his risk of serious illness is dramatically lower.
3: White House COVID coordinator Dr. Ashish Jha briefed reporters today.
7: He... Said He was he was feeling fine, he had been working all morning, uh, he hadn't even been able to finish his breakfast because he had just been busy, I encouraged him to finish his breakfast.
3: As for that White House balcony video, officials said the unidentified staffer who shot it was not at any risk. His videographer was there with him, wore an N95 mask, had the appropriate distance, the six feet distance. It's gonna be okay.
6: In the days leading up to the president's positive test, he had a very full schedule traveling to the Middle East and shaking hands at events here at home. The timeline is raising the question, is anyone the president came in contact with now at risk?
7: Where in the world did President Biden contract COVID-19 and when? He probably contracted it with sometime within the last four
1: or five days.
7: Here's the timeline of his recent activities that may offer a clue. Last week, the president was in the Middle East, where he met with Israeli leaders and then flew to Saudi Arabia, where he gave that controversial fist bump to the crown prince. He repeated the gesture to more than a dozen big shots inside the king's palace. Notice the close contact. The 79-year-old leader of the free world returned to the White House just after midnight on Sunday. He seemed edgy when he spoke to reporters.
5: Do you regret the fist bump, Mr. President?
7: He had no public events on Monday, Tuesday, July 19th. The Bidens welcome Ukrainian First Lady Olena Zelenska to the White House. Notice again the close contact Wednesday, July 20th. The president visits Somerset, Massachusetts and speaks out on climate change. 6 p.m. The president returns to D.C. and is asked about the recent surge in COVID cases.
4: What should the country be doing right now? Getting vaccinated. And for those who aren't, they've got a problem.
1: Despite all those precautions, this is a testimony as to how infectious,
7: how contagious this uh, Omicron variant, the latest one, BA5, really is. So where and when did he get it? The Middle East? Onboard Air Force One? The White House? Massachusetts? Where was he infected? I I don't think we know. Um, I certainly don't know if you you have any thoughts on it.
6: Look, I I don't think that, that matters, right? I think what matters is we prepared for this moment. While the president isolates, the White House resident staff has been reduced to just essential workers. Join us tomorrow for the very latest on the president's condition. And the day after former President Trump said a final farewell to his first wife, Ivana, comes another primetime meeting of the January 6th committee. Tonight, they will broadcast outtakes from a video Trump shot the day after the insurrection, showing him going off script, denying he lost the election. This comes as we learn new, exclusive information about what it was like inside Ivana's funeral.
4: It's Ivana Trump's final resting place. This exclusive video shows her golden casket moments before it was lowered into the ground. A simple granite stone will mark her grave. Presiding over his first wife's burial, former President Trump, flanked by Melania and his son Eric. Ivana was buried on the grounds of the Trump National Golf Course in Bedminster, New Jersey.
2: They buried her in this beautiful, beautiful area, very close to the to the first tee.
4: Nikki Haskell was one of the few invited friends to be there.
2: Donald made a speech about how amazing she was and how important she was. and. It was, it was really quite touching. We're
4: also seeing new images today from inside Ivana's funeral mass. The church adorned with huge bouquets of red roses. On the altar, a framed poster-sized blowup of Ivana's 1992 Vanity Fair cover. Guess what? It was altered. The original cover had Hillary Clinton's name in the corner, Donald Trump's arch nemesis. Here's the image from the funeral. Look, no Hillary. She's been erased. The former president sat in the front pew with Melania and Barron, who at six foot seven, towers over everyone. And there was this moment when a Trump supporter shouted out to him. His son, Eric, raised a fist in acknowledgement. But as he mourns the passing of his first wife, it's back to reality for Trump. Tonight, the January 6th committee holds its final primetime hearing. White House staffers will testify that Trump watched the violence unfold live on TV in his private dining room for three hours before he was finally persuaded to tell the rioters to go home. Was the president in that private dining room the whole time that the attack on the Capitol was going on?
2: To the best of my recollection, he was
6: always in the dining room. The committee has said it is likely to hold additional hearings later this year. Now a terrifying ride as a fire breaks out on a train filled with hundreds of commuters. Things got so scary, people jumped out of windows to safety. A terrifying sight, flames and smoke
3: pouring from a train outside Boston. 200 riders are on board. It's 7 a.m., the start of rush hour. Hold on, hold on. Making it more treacherous, it happened over the Mystic River. One woman is so desperate, she literally jumps into the river. It is a stunning sight seeing her tread water. Rescue crews brought her to safety. At first, passengers calmly headed towards the exit. Get out. Get out. But as it became obvious the fire was serious, commuters escaped through the windows. You see a woman with her handbag jump, the guy below tries to catch her. Jennifer Thompson Sullivan recorded the drama on her cell phone. When did you notice something was wrong? There's this loud boom and then the train comes to a stop. There was just this flash of fire at the front of the of the train car. I just, I was like, this whole car is gonna is going to go up in flames. You thought you'd lose your life. Oh, absolutely. I, I truly did. Oh,
2: my God.
6: Passengers walked along the tracks, making their way to safety. It appears the blaze started after a piece of metal from the train dislodged and made contact with the electrified third rail. Last night, the biggest names in sports and entertainment came together for the ESPY awards. And after the show was scaled back the last couple years this year, it was back full on.
5: There was lots of glam on the red carpet. Skier Lindsey Vaughn showed lots of back, while singer Sierra wore a Dolce & Gabbana black dress with a plunging neckline. Dancing with the Stars' Maxim Shmurkovsky was there to support former heavyweight champion boxer Vitaly Klitschko, the mayor of Kyiv, who won the Arthur Ashe Award for Courage for his role in fighting the Russian invasion. The war breaks out and you really see who is who. This guy is there from day one, he's never left. Uh, he stands his ground, he represents his people, he represents Kyiv. The most moving moment of the night came when college sports casting legend Dick Vitale, who's cancer-free after an eight-month battle with lymphoma, was honored. Just remember, perseverance plus passion plus pride equals win in the game of life.
4: God
2: bless. Thank you.
6: A number of attendees, including basketball great Steph Curry and soccer star Megan Rapino, pleaded for the release of WNBA player Brittany Griner, who remains detained in Russia. After 13 children were rescued from a house of horrors in California, everyone was rooting for them. Now comes troubling news that six of the Turpin children have filed a lawsuit claiming they were abused all over again in foster care. Jim Murray has details.
5: Who would do such a thing? Six of the youngest Turpin children who survived being tortured by their biological parents now say they've been abused by their foster parents. How's it possible to save kids from one abusive home and then put them in another abusive home?
2: You know, that's the million-dollar question here. Attorney Carly
5: Sanchez is representing some of the Turpin children
2: some of my clients were sexually abused in their foster home they were uh, physically abused hit had their hair pulled out hit with various objects socially isolated
5: she says the children who'd already grown up in the so-called turpin house of horrors went on to suffer three more years of heartbreaking abuse in foster care
2: the emotional abuse that these children endured is horrific they were told by their foster parents, I understand why your parents chained you up. I would have done the same thing. When they went to their foster parents expressing depression, their foster parents gave them ideas about how they might successfully commit suicide.
5: Some of the claims of abuse also focus around food.
2: They were forced to eat food that was covered in mold. They were forced to eat all of the food on their plates, regardless of whether how hungry they were, and they were forced to eat all the food on their plates to the point where some of them threw up and then some of our clients were then forced to eat their own vomit.
5: The children are now suing the foster care provider and Riverside County claiming they knew the foster parents were unfit and had a prior history of physically and emotionally abuse. Using children, The foster parents, Marcelino and Rosa Olguin, have been charged with multiple counts of abuse and neglect. The Turpin children are now with a new foster family.
2: They are all placed together in one home. They seem to be doing quite well. The foster
6: parents and their adult daughter have pled not guilty to child abuse charges. The foster care agency in Riverside County said they're not able to comment on the specific abuse allegations.
1: Next. They fired me. Fired after revealing her big salary raise on social media.
2: My employer found my TikToks.
1: Wait till you hear what happened next. And mother-daughter (laughs) lookalikes. She's 65. Her daughter is 28. What's her secret to looking so young?
2: Honestly, it's about your attitude.
1: Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be
4: right back. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with bite clear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95.
6: We've told you about the trend of young people publicly revealing their salaries. Now this worker says her moment of salary transparency caused her her job.
3: This young woman has just learned a very expensive lesson. So TikTok got me fired. Why did Lexi Larson say she lost her job? Because she revealed her $20,000 salary raise on social media. Her salary at a Colorado tech company went from $70,000 to $90,000.
2: My employer found my TikTok and really, really did not
3: like that I was sharing my salary and stuff like that. They said my social media posts made them question my judgment as an employee. Revealing your salary used to be a big taboo, something you never, ever talked about with your colleagues, but now a younger generation is saying they have no problem laying it all out there. The trend is called salary transparency. We had $7 cash and some change. This Hooters waitress shared how much she made in tips 20 40 60 so that was 289 dollars 23 year old leah finnelly told inside edition why she's so open kind of empowers people to, you know, maybe I could make more.
2: Maybe I'm not getting the amount that I deserve. Salary transparency is important just because that's how you know if you're getting underpaid in the workplace. We should be talking about what we're getting paid because we want to make sure that there is transparency that can help to eliminate or help to reduce bias. And then that can help to close the wage gaps that we're seeing based on gender and based on race. Hopefully, I can just move on from this because, honestly, I never want to think about this situation or that company ever again in my
6: life. When we come back, the ageless mother-daughter duo who rocked the Sports Illustrated Runway Show. They reveal their secret.
3: Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital.
6: This mother-daughter duo who wowed everyone at the Sports Illustrated Show are revealing the secret to looking more like sisters.
7: They're the mother-daughter duo who everyone mistakes for sisters. Can you believe mom is 65 and daughter is 28?
2: I absolutely love people mistaking us as sisters.
7: Mom is famed fitness guru Denise Austin.
2: That's it.
7: But you'd never know there's a 37-year age gap with her model daughter Katie when they hit the runway at the Sports Illustrated swimsuit show the other day.
2: I actually, got to call my mom personally to tell her that Sports from Swimsuit wanted her to walk the runway with me, and I feel like your reaction was just screaming. <laughs> so I, I was like, "What? <laughs> <laughs> At 65 in a bikini? Really?" It was the most exhilarating moment. It was so wonderful to do with my daughter. Take hey, it back.
7: For more than 40 years, Denise has inspired women across the country to get fit.
2: And let's twist it out. Just so,
7: what's her secret to looking so young?
2: Honestly, it's about your attitude. We do mother daughter workouts together.
7: Her workouts are a little harder. Denise focuses on toning three key body parts arms, belly, and booty. And she says good posture, along with a well-balanced diet, is important, especially at her
2: age. Just don't overeat late at night. That's the worst.
6: Oh, such an inspiration. And coming up, baby talk on the news. Finally, today, here's one way to make the news be adorable. Ready? Ready? This little cutie's oh. really on a tear. Oh!
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: Eight-month-old Hutton is visiting the set of her mom's station at News Channel 5 in Nashville. And it doesn't take much to keep her entertained.
6: Babies make everything better. Beyond adorable. And that's Inside Edition for today. We'll see you next time.